Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All right, big one o'clock hour. Welcome in, everyone. 855-839-1210. That's how you'll get us in. It's not until next week, and Dan and I have been talking about it, and we'll, we'll have coverage because this is going to be big if you're a taxpayer in Pennsylvania, and particularly on one area that I think really rubs people the wrong way. I'm talking about Josh Shapiro. First, the one that's bad, but maybe not quite as bad. The Inquirer editorializes today, Shapiro gets it right when he gives his budget address next week. He wants, uh, what is it, I have it here somewhere, 285000 in change or so for more mass transit. The Inquirer says, we need more. And moving forward, they need to provide safer, cleaner service that engenders trust among riders. <laughs> there is, no, there is in all, all the time here in Philadelphia doing this, it's pretty hard to name anything that has all these resources, all this public attention, yada, 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 and always has been and always will be, it only gets worse, of inefficiency, ill-run, than SEPTA. It is the absolute worst when you uh, factor in all those things. So they want to spend even more, and then they say they need to be safer and clean. We've been through this. They're not going to. There is no check on SEPTA. No one rides herd. You know, I could do, we could do the side question someday, Dan, and say, what is more unlikely to happen? Can you name something than SEPTA? We have this conversation two, three years from now, being in the same position no matter how much money you spend. You know, pigs flying and that kind of stuff. I'd put that about equal. I would take SEPTA first is this. It's a mortal lot. All right, so that's, I don't think people realize that by by design, SEPTA yes. is not is not going yes. like, like, to the, the way the way the board set up. It's it's yes, like they they, they got a ton of money and they they made an extension to King of Prussia or proposed that and right. nobody wanted rather than making it safer here in Philadelphia or improving Philadelphia. Right. So so we're just going to give them more money? No, that's BS. And then the very guy that uh, signed off on this to have a special prosecutor for safety because Krasner won't do it doesn't nudge, nudge the person he put in there, essentially, as attorney general, to appoint that prosecutor here in Philadelphia. She's like two or three weeks already over, and nobody's doing anything about it. Tell her if she doesn't do it, there's going to be some penalty on her, Dan. Is she really telling us there's nobody in Philadelphia that can be that prosecutor? Now, look, I don't have a law degree, but just put me in there. I'll prosecute around the clock. 
bring them right in here. They'd make a good interview. There might be shackles. We might have to ask for some shackles for some of the chairs here. But so what? That's in the budget. Bill McSwain, throw Bill out there. Well, of course. You throw Bill McSwain in there. Oh, man. It might be safe to ride SEPTA. How about if we uh, bring uh, Curtis Sliwa to town and Bill McSwain? That's my duo to start with. (laughs) Throw in Seth Williams, too. Yeah, yeah, who's on the show tomorrow to talk about a bunch of stuff. Here's the more important thing, though. He's got some grand scheme. And here's what I wanted to, to get some input on. A grand scheme for the college system in Pennsylvania where you will be able to go to that and you'll only have to pay, I've seen in some reports, $1,000 a semester. The co- Not Temple, apparently, or Penn State. Well, Penn State, of course you can. But all those smaller colleges that, that are out there. There's a whole system, Edinburgh, Shippensburg. Uh, I don't know if there's 10 or 11 of them. I'm trying to think of the one closest to us. Is it Lincoln, Cheney? Uh, there's, there's a bunch of them. Only $1,000 a semester. So let's talk about this. Here's big college again. How are we going to cut those costs from where they now are, that that's the amount that you'll be able to pay to go to those colleges? And the question for listeners, Dan, for all of us is, do you want to pay for that? I mean, who's paying for that all of a sudden? Taxes. Who's paying for $285 million and the inquirer says more for SEPTA? Taxes. There's got to be taxation in there somewhere for both of these things. And he's just getting started with this. And SEPTA will be safer. We could give SEPTA a billion dollars a year. They don't, you're right, it's, it's almost by design. There's nobody over them. There's no check and balance. What would they do in a city with Krasner and also an organization? We had the head of the SEPTA police on Nestle. Dan and I are sitting here going, did he just say that? When I asked him, well, you got all these cameras. Is there anybody watching them? And he said, no. We had thousands of cameras. Who's watching them? Well, they're on camera. I think he said some of them might be watched. You know, I, I was going to save this for Dan time, but did you see yeah. the story of James Stevens, the former director of video surveillance for SEPTA, who was actually, uh, I think, sitting under Nestle, uh, the one yes. in charge of those video cameras that weren't watching? Did you hear this whole uh, thing going on with him now? No, I did he, not. Uh, all right, so 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 the former he's a former head of uh, surveillance, and he had a contract with a company, Spectra Logistics, a Delaware-based firm. It was a $4.6 million camera contract. They were doing maintenance. And uh, he, he made the firm, he would constantly remind the firm that, the, that he had the authority to cancel that contract at any time. And from that firm, he got uh, $85,000 over four years, including uh, a hotel stays for Pope Francis's 2015 visit to Pe- uh, Philadelphia, and uh, how about some concert tickets to Barbara Streisand at the Wells Fargo Center? So oh, uh, th- uh, he served until uh, 2019, uh, I-, I think. Uh, so I, I don't know if this is a guy under surveillance, but it, it, it would make sense as to why incompetency was rife within SEPTA if this guy was demanding Barbara Streisand tickets from uh, his contractors. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. At least it could be Taylor Swift tickets. But, yeah, this this is going to go on and on and on and on. It does not. And Josh Shapiro showing his true identity, what he's really all about. And the Inquirer wants even more. They say new state funding alone will not save public transportation. Addressing public safety issues on SEPTA and finding a regional funding solution are critical. 
What do you mean addressing them? You don't want to address any criminal behavior. Do you want to turn deceptive police, get more of them and turn them loose to actually do their job and to prevent? Uh, they, they talk about in one rebuttal to this, the number of people that just don't pay fares and jump over. We know about that. They don't want to do anything about that. They're not telling people across the Delaware Valley what we do here at the station. They still have not put a special prosecutor in. I believe the date was either January 13th or 15th that the special prosecutor, after all that back and forth, and listeners remember we had Sharif Street on, after all that, and he signed off on it, Josh Shapiro. Why is there no pressure to have the special prosecutor. The law says you had to do it within 30 days, and I think that was 13th or 14th, whatever it is. We're now at the end of January. Where is the prosecutor? Bring us the prosecutor. They they don't want one. They don't care, right? They 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 enable this crap, Dom. Can I draw a parallel here? It's the same crap that's going on down at the border. You have Texas who's trying to stop these progressives from letting this havoc happen. And then you have the Biden administration doing everything in their power to allow this to happen. Here you have Krasner who's doing everything in his power to allow this to happen. And you have progressives, Democrats, who have the ability now to stop it from happening, but they're not doing crap about it. And it's the they, same thing happening. And they are not informing people, again, that the clock is ticking. There ought to be a full, every news organization in town, I haven't seen one story other than we talk about it now, that's way overdue. Is it that she can't find anyone? Tell us. There, there ought to be a full moment on this. Even the people in Harrisburg ought to be saying, well, where's, because every day that you don't have the prosecutor is another day that Krasner continues what he's doing And he gets the sense, you really don't mean it. You really didn't put that prosecutor in. They get a chance to knock it off. It's stunning. So, of course, this is their ideology. This is the incompetency. It's by design. It's built into SEPTA. I'm more at this moment, though, thinking this this scheme with colleges. So whatever they're paying now, if you knock it down substantially, who pays for that? I don't want to pay any more money for college in any way, shape, or form because the whole enterprise has to be – You are? For what reason? Yeah. Well, they're state schools, right? Yeah. So if they knock tuition down to $1,000, is that not – Who's saying we're subsidizing? Say say it's eighty five hundred usually, and yeah. they're knocking it down to one thousand. You're you're working on the assumption, I'm assuming, that that seventy five hundred dollars is going to be covered by taxpayers. Yes. But are we sure this isn't just them making tuition $1,000 for these state schools and essentially forcing the hand of universities to lower tuition? No, he's not doing that. There's no indication that he's doing that. No. No? No, no. I mean, that will come down to that. And he wants so-called merit based in the system, Dan. But no, the money's still going to be paid. You still have to pay those people. Because I, I, I've said over and over on our show that yeah. I think I think the way you move forward, especially conservatives, I think what we yeah. got to propose is a tuition cap. Start capping public universities, the amount of tuition that they can charge students. Okay. And in doing that, with the, the way the economy works, a capitalist economy, public universities setting the stage and capping tuition will only make private universities follow. No, he's, so not, he's this, not doing that. But here, here would be the thing, Dan. He ought to go after Penn State then, which is the highest, I believe, of the state colleges in the entire country. They're not touched by this. It's just these smaller public yeah. uh, universities. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Do it with Penn $1, State. $1,835 in, in state. Yeah. In yeah. state. Pennsylvania. Penn State. $19,000. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
All right, so here are the phone lines, 855-839-1210. That's coming our way, and we'll have full coverage on February 6th. And again, um, the deceptive thing might be even more egregious. More money, but they got to be safe. So what is he going to tell SEPTA to do to make it safer? What would the metrics be? What should they do? Well, we know what you should do, but you have Krasner. You have the incompetency. I think the new police uh, SEPTA chief we've had on the show sounds pretty good, but he's not turned loose to do what you need to do. Remember the whole thing we had with the rape? aboard the SEPTA train, Upper Darby, and all that, then people, that really didn't happen. I mean, it's constantly, nothing ever happens on SEPTA. I have not, Dan, when's the last time you rode SEPTA? The last for me was 2016. That was the only way to get down to the, the the, um, Democrat convention was in town. I couldn't get there and park and do all that pretty much any other way. It was during the day. I was on the train at about 8.30, and I was getting back at about 12.30. So it was okay. When's the last time uh, you the pandemic, pandemic? The pandemic. Because there, there's a couple of weeks there that I, I switched to taking the train in, uh, thinking, you know, with less, with less commuters, it might right. be a better experience. But then I, I learned quickly that that was kind of the opposite and seemed that just more was allowed to persist. And, and you saw during the pandemic, especially over time, just less and less social moral values be enforced on septic trains and people were shooting up and stuff. And I just, yeah, no, no more of that. Yeah. The worst too, I think is if you ride the L that area and all, which I don't know if I've ever done. I mean, I've taken the broad street line to LaSalle when I went to LaSalle growing up broad street line, occasional buses and all. But that place, Somerset, those uh, those corners there, opioid crisis, Kensington, you know that stop's coming up. My God, I can't pay yeah. me enough to take anything. Yeah, like I, was taking it, I was taking it from Burks, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just the word Burks. Yeah. You were I, in the Badlands. Yeah, yeah I remember friend. gold medal tournament, <laughs> King of Peace, Dan. Gold medal tournament was a big amateur tournament, and we were kind of an independent team playing against college players. And we had to play at Howard and Burks. Oh, my God. Woo! It was like, you know, we're from South Philly, but this Howard and Burks, you may not come out of here alive, you know? One of those places. 855. I don't like the streets where it's two names, you know? I, I don't like that part of the city. I, I need a number and Oh, come on. Where it's two names, and I don't like the alphabet stuff. If I'm on the I, you know, all those alphabets up there in the... Wait, all, all, no, it's 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 the alphabet and the numbers. In, in Port Richmond, it's all names, you know, back yeah, and well, forth. Uh, yeah, Port Richmond, not so good either. Yeah, now that you oh, make that Oh, come on. But where is Howard and Burks? <laughs> I'm trying to remember where that is. It just... Uh, uh, North Square? What it be? Oh, man. Stuck in my mind, you know, this is going to be tough. This is an extra battleground. What about Bridge and Pratt? Oh, yeah, don't, if they don't play basketball there, you can't do that. All right, 855, you know, and Dan, I'm guarding a guy six foot ten, So, you know, it's, it's those type of teams we're playing. You know, it was uh, pretty tough stuff. <laughs> they had a guy, I don't know why he didn't play college ball, I think with some criminal act, something. First time he comes down, he jumps, uh, you jump about 35, 38 inches, right, on a jump shot. That's pretty good. That's NBA level. He was a little bit over that. He was coming down at half court and shooting. Oh, my God. All right. Howard. And you know, Burks. I don't think I have a vertical that exceeds 12 inches. 
Yeah, we should test that. I told Greg Stocker that ought to be on the producer's test. A standing vertical of at least uh, a foot. We have to do that. I don't think I, I, I. Yeah, I can't imagine. Maybe a foot. Like I, yeah. like I'm thinking, like if they, if you lay like a foot, like a like a ruler down, I think I can jump over it. <laughs> but my my vertical so I'm a six eight individual who can't dunk a basketball, Dom. So. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think the producers test listeners should legs, help out man. with this. Chicken I'm, legs. I'm not impressed with what has happened here. All right, let's go to the callers <laughs> coming up. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Uh, which one of these? The SEPTA thing's outrageous, but the college thing. Again, we're in an era where people don't want to pay for college. And the simple reasons we've been through them so many times. If you're serious about capping these costs, why don't you do it with Penn State? I'd like to see Josh Shapiro propose that with Penn State, which I believe has the highest or right up there of the most tuition you have to pay for a state school in the country. Double date, too. Boy, people must not double date. Hit us with some real-life ones, and you'll get your name in the hat. That's the side question today on Talk Radio 1210. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, time to your Dano show, 855-839-1210. You get on board. Rand Paul just uh, tweeted out the great question. Everybody's asking President Biden and his people, Kirby and all the rest, about why did this drone get through? And uh, Rand Paul asked, rather than the question about punishing Iran on this, he's asking the question, what were we doing to protect people there and or why are they there why do we need people in this situation and it gets back to these unending wars and the situations that we get ourselves into but the uh, enemy drone that killed our three uh, soldiers in jordan was apparently mistaken for a u.s drone that's what the preliminary report suggests at this moment Apparently, it was mistaken for a U.S. drone, which gives you an idea of the amount of incoming, to my point and Rand Paul's point, 
In other words, the amount of incoming is so overwhelming in that position, so indefensible, so much that we allowed it to get to this point, that it seems as if, I asked Alan West this yesterday, why would our technology not be able to shoot down this drone? And he said, well, sure, it should have, or they have other uh, devices that can uh, knock it out of the sky in some way disable it. Why then didn't we do that? And now it appears that the answer is because of the fact that we had uh, mistaken here. And the reason is one of our drones was returning. They're getting inundated with these drones. And a mistake was made. That seems to be the logic of where we're going with this. And we have three dead service people as a result of this. While we have the technology, we have the ability We weren't able to use it or there was human error here because, again, of these factors. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous to have people die in a situation like this. There is no excuse for it. And, uh, again, accidents can happen. But this is particularly grating to hear this rationale. All right, let's go to um, Kevin in Bucks County. Kevin, you're in on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Kevin. Good afternoon. Hello, sir. How are you? Good, Kevin. Good. I'll I'll, I'll make this quick, short, and succinct. First of all, happy 94th birthday to Gene Hackman. Yeah, we might uh, use that for the side question tomorrow. We once did all-time great character actors. Do you agree with me? He wasn't a leading man. He was more of the ultimate character actor. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Uh, heads up, uh, I'm sending you a book for reading, writing show okay. that I talked to Dan about. Okay, perfect. Um, so uh, SEPTA, totally mismanaged. Um, they are just, I mean, New Jersey Transit, they got their stuff drilled down. They're so much more gooder managed. Mm-hmm. SEPTA is just uh, terrible. And you would think NJ Transit, being New Jersey, would be more corrupt, but SEPTA is an uh, ish show. Well, um, um, the thing is, Kevin, there is no uh, supervisor of SEPTA, call it that, just like there's none of the Delaware River Port Authority. There's nobody that holds them accountable, nobody over them, so to speak. Right. It's a cabal of both Democrats and Republicans on there. One just retired, Pat Dion, another guy. I mean, this has gone on for 30 yeah. years. Don't get me started on Pat Dion. I could yeah. I could tell you all about him. But anyway, so I have, I have three... Double dates. Well, give but us one. one yeah, of them, give, you give us well, your top. Well, yeah. one, one has to be off the books, right? Just right. got to take them off. That would be Avery Braun and Hitler. Well, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's got to be off the books. Now, I originally thought Dorothy and James Madison, given the fact, did he write the stuff or Thomas Jefferson? But I ended up uh, focusing on a uh, drum roll because I'm an older guy, Edith and Archie Bunker. All right, that's a good one. Edith and Archie Bunker could be real people that's or fictional. Answer. That's fine. Um, <laughs> early today, one of the heavy hitters jumping in, Joe of Exton on Talk Radio 1210. Joe, early appearance. Welcome in. Oh, yes. Hello, Don. Uh, as an interesting double date, I would like Cousin Brucey from the Northeast together with... <laughs> Leslie in Bryn Mawr. <laughs> Cousin Brucey has a, a very um, easygoing, pleasant personality. 
And um, Leslie is a pleasant conversationalist. Oh, my God. Damn, we're Sounds in the, like a legit offer. We're in the uh, yeah. drawing room. We should say, you know, I, I uh, remember I was thinking of Dominic Quinn for some reason yesterday, one of my mentors. He had the Knights of the Round Table when he did morning radio like nobody else at <laughs> WWDB. We'd have to meet the Knights and Ladies of the Round Table, but Leslie and Bruce definitely would be on that. Yeah. Can you imagine all, like an, uh, all these characters together? We've met Earl. We met Gary. I think they're the only two, right? Oh, Leslie, yeah. Met a couple others. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be a fantastic, like, maybe we can set that up, Dom. I, yeah. I want to be there, too. I, I want to yeah, be... Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe a fly on the wall. I have met Lori I, 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 I want to hear what they have to say about us without us oh, yeah. oh, being God. there, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. All right. Phone lines are 855-839-1210. He never disappoints. You know, if not for the side question, I don't know if he would have ever called in. So it, it's worth it just for that. All right, uh, coming up, yesterday, uh, Politico reports that the Biden administration is only going to tinker with some percentage, as I understand it, of gas stoves, butting in on that. But dishwashers and other things are coming up, and apparently they're going to be on top of that more. Now, they're claiming they're only doing minimal stuff. It's going to save you a lot of money. We got a great guy from Consumer Research. We love having him on, though. We'll talk about exactly what's going on. And the broader question is, this is something that Trump talks about well. He just needs a little bit more fodder to drill down on this and emphasize this with people. The broader point isn't just meddling with the device. The broader point is, who are they, the hell are they to tell us What kind of shower pressure, toilet pressure, dishwasher, gas stove? Isn't this something that should reach? Or is the average person saying, no, I I want the government? Are they really saying, I think it's correct? Are progressives deep down? No, we know what progressives do. If they're wealthy enough, they just figure out a way around it. They pay. They do something. Al Gore is an example. They don't want to live under these edicts. If they like uh, a hot shower, they'll figure out a way or get somebody to have the hot shower. This is this is just one of those basic issues that distinguish the difference between people who actually believe in liberty and those who just want to butt into your life because they know better in so many different ways. And it's always about the environment. You know, the type of people like DiCaprio will say, well, I planted a forest today. I can do whatever the hell I want. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, Don Time, welcome in. One of our favorites. I think we got him on the first time. We were looking for somebody on the digital currency type of nonsense. And Will held, Hild, and I talked about a number of things. He is uh, from Consumer Research. He is the executive director of Consumers Research. Will joins us here in Philadelphia again on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Will, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Great to be with you again. Well, Will, uh, Politico says today, and they're one of the few that really talked about this, that uh, the uh, department, the Biden administration on Monday said the standards will decrease carbon dioxide emissions by nearly 4 million metric tons, etc. This is the fight over gas stoves. And they claim that the Biden administration sort of moved away from it. But they neglect the broader thing here. There still was an attempted interference. What about the gas stoves? Is it that seemed to rally people. Was it just the uh, pettiness of it? Was it uh, people are unaware of how much the Biden administration is trying to do this kind of stuff? Yeah, I think what what really uh, raised people's hackles about this is that you know, the the level of intervention into our daily lives to the point where they're telling us, you know, what types of stoves we can buy and can't cannot buy. And a lot of the, you know, net zero push, this carbon reduction, it makes our lives measurably worse, but in ways that are maybe one or two steps removed from our from our daily lives. You know, they try to make it harder to operate a fossil fuel company or to generate electricity uh, or to, you know, raise certain crops. Um, but that really, we, we see that reflected in the price, but it's not as explicit. This was a direct, effective ban on a type of appliance that Americans, you know, love. I have a gas stove. I've had electric in the past, no no offense to electric, but gas is just better, and a lot of people feel that way. Um, and I think this, this this really just drove consumers nuts that they were having their, their choices restricted in such an obvious and overt way. Then we saw the picture, I think it was Thanksgiving, it may have been something else, Kamala Harris and husband with the giant gas stove there. And that's exactly right. I mean, that typifies their whole mentality, which is rules for you, not rules for us. And there's always an explanation for why the rules shouldn't apply to them. I mean, obviously, the height of this is, is the Davos Forum and the, and the COP28, uh, you know, uh, 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 event where they talk about reducing carbon. But, of course, they all fly in on private jets uh, to get there. So the rules are never applied to them. They've even talked about, you know, one of the rules that they've talked about will need to be put in place is that non-essential air travel will have to be banned, reduced or banned. I, I kid you not. That's one of the things they kick around it at Davos, where they've all flown in there on their private jets. But, of course, that would be deemed essential by them. Your your travel yeah. to see your relatives would not. Now, let's, let's talk to, uh, before we get to the upcoming on dishwashers and clothes washers and dryers that are on the docket coming up, the politics of this. See, I, I think that Trump is pretty funny on the stump at rallies and all when he's talked about this, and he gets it about the shower. That'd be number one for me, or the low-flow toilet. But I think it's kind of drilled down, and you got to make the argument about how restrictive of our everyday lives. I just can't believe when you connect the dots thoroughly, as you do, Will, that the American people buy into this. I, I think almost none buy. Even the craziest progressives 
are not going to do it in the end, even if they say they buy into it. Well, you look at any kind of projection of what it will require to hit these ridiculous net zero targets, and there's just no way uh, we're going to be able to. We would all be living in caves again uh, if we if we went in the direction that they, they say we're going to. I mean, for one thing, they want to take the electrical generation produced by fossil fuels, which is coal and natural gas, down to zero by 2040. Uh, it's currently at 60 percent. There's no way that that's going to happen uh, and us maintain the standard of living that we've grown accustomed to over the last, I don't know, 100 years. So none of this will happen, but it will be an expensive boondoggle along the way. Uh, it's going to cost consumers thousands and thousands of dollars. I think I, there was one study that came out that said it would cost the average household $10,000 per year to get us to net zero. And, of course, that's assuming we can get all the materials and everything, which, which we can't because they're all produced in, in China to make these solar panels and, and wind farms, and, they, and it'll run all the time. So, again, you're 100% correct. Much of this will not happen, but it's going to be a huge graft grift along the way um and i think the average american are fed up with it i i you know i get emails from across the country of people thanking me for the work we've done pushing back on it uh because you know the average american is already suffering they don't even made worse by having joe biden tell them that they can't have a gas stove now coming up uh dishwashers and clothes washers and dryers all right so won't the th- same thing happen why would they continue with this or do they think well, you know, people are busy. They're out there paying taxes, inflation, and everything else. You're there. You have a platform. We have a platform. But maybe they don't connect the dots back to this. Maybe they don't know about it until they look at their dishes and go, hey, that's not so good. I don't think that's clean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times you hear people complain about how appliances aren't as good as they as they used to be. And, and sometimes I think people... Uh, wrongly accused the, the manufacturer of being the problem, when in truth, a, a lot of it is these efficiency standards that require these appliances to use either less energy or less water or both to try and complete the same task, and it, it just doesn't work that way. And instead of investing in the infrastructure, the electrical generation, the water projects that would be necessary to simply just serve the needs of the citizenry, that's kind of what governments are supposed to be about, uh, they instead want to micromanage our lives. I can just tell you, I, you know, I live outside of Washington, D.C., and a lot of these people, you know, they live in a bubble. They live um, off your tax dollars. They, they don't think of you as somebody who should be served. They think of you as somebody who should be told what to do. And, you know, that mentality is reflected in, in these rules. You're, you're, not, you're not a citizen who, whose job they, you know, there is to, to serve you. It's simply you know, who's going to dictate to you how your how your life's going to be led. Uh, electric vehicles, consumers research. What's the latest on that? We've seen now in the winter several reports that were pretty good on this of how they just couldn't function and they had to abandon cars in Chicago. The weather was so cold. What, what do you say to people to get them to see that the electric, I am a big uh, car guy in that I just want to jump into my car I don't have to make an agenda. I don't have to schedule. It's there waiting for me. I can look out my windows over here. I see it. They're waiting for me, saying, where would you like to take me? You know, I don't have to be charged up. Just make sure you have a modicum of gas in there. What's happening with electric vehicles? Well, uh, you know, in some ways, uh, the uh, people are rejecting them. Ford just uh, announced that they were cutting the production of their uh, electric F-150 in half um, and laying a good number of the people off who are producing it. 
Um, you know, I, I'm all for innovation in the market. We love for there to be a myriad of choices. We're a pro-consumer group, and we, we, we believe part of that is having the choices. So we certainly don't, don't uh, have any objections to people who want to innovate in that space. But the difference here is it's being forced down consumers' throats, again, by partially by government mandates, uh, which are requiring that uh, car manufacturers either produce a certain number of EVs or buy credits from companies that do. That's why t- part of the reason Tesla is profitable is because as of right now, they get a ton of uh, purchases of those of those credits because 100 percent, of course, of the Tesla fleet is EVs, not 100 percent of all the other ca- car manufacturers. So they have to pay money to Tesla. Basically, a lot of people don't realize that. So when you buy an internal combustion engine, in some ways, you're already subsidizing the purchase of these expensive electric vehicles for, for the wealthy, for toys. So I'm all for people who want to have electric vehicles. There's some advantages to them. But in terms of everyday consumers being able to get to and from work, especially in cold climates, these things just aren't cutting it. And, and consumers' purchases reflect that. Yeah, without a doubt. Also, you know, uh, you uh, do this every day, Will, but uh, the little bit that I look at, uh, again, as long as China is the leader of this, that's one issue. And what it takes to extract some of these metals to make these batteries, that environmentally is not sensitive. So it just seems to me if that's your goal, you're not meeting it easily. Yeah, exactly. And that's a whole other – I was talking about just from a consumer point of view, but you're 100% right. Uh, from an environmental standpoint, it's not at all clear that these electric vehicles are any better for the environment than an internal combustion engine. As you noted, uh, the cobalt and other heavy metals that have to be mined to be put in those lithium-ion batteries are, are brought out of open-pit mines in the Congo, mostly by child slaves. That then has to be shipped to China, where almost all of these things are refined because they get around the both labor and pollution controls that we have here in the United States. So just to make that electric vehicle, uh, cre- you know, just to create it, you have an incredibly environmentally uh, impactful, carbon-intensive process just to get it into your driveway. And then on top of that, of course, the electric electricity that you use to charge the vehicle, is, is <laughs> it's, it's not free. It didn't just pull out of the air. It's produced someplace, and again, 60% of our uh, electrical grid is powered by coal and natural gas. So it, it's it's not the magic bullet that it's it's made to be by its by its proponents by any stretch uh, of the imagination. Will a uh, parting question for you from Consumers Research? Uh, Dan just told me my producer. Uh, you tweeted uh, top agriculture officials from 12 states have sent a letter to six of America's largest banks accusing them of colluding to force the ESG agenda on American farmers and ranchers. For listeners, what is ESG and what's happened? Absolutely. Well, it's built by ESG is built by its proponents as a, as a type of investment strategy. It's called environmental social governance. I, we don't have to get into all the nitty-gritty details of that. What it really is, it's a stocking horse. It's a, it's a facade for them to push a far-left political agenda down America's throats without ever having to face a ballot box. And what they do is they use the market power of our financial institutions, in this case banks, large banks, who have agreed – that they're going to collude and they're going to use their loan portfolios to force the American economy into net zero targets. And one of their big targets is agriculture. So in other words, moving forward, uh, they've agreed that increasingly for farms to get financing, for you know family farms, for ranchers to get financing, they will have to agree to net zero terms in order to do business with those banks. And this isn't me accusing them of this. This is on their website. They've agreed part of something called the Net Zero Banking Alliance, where they've agreed to not only do this, but to collude and coordinate with each other as they do. And get this, they've even agreed to let a a Department of the United Nations audit their loan portfolios 
to make sure that they're, you know, coming into accordance with this agreement they've made to, to force this on American farmers. And I'm proud to say that these 12 state agricultural commissioners have sent a letter to the banks and said, listen, if you say you're, you know, you're part of this uh, agreement to force net zero on American farmers, tell us more about that. Tell us how you're colluding with each other. And we want to we want to see, you know, because there's a lot of legal liability to deal with that. And at the very least, people need to know why the prices at the grocery store are so much higher than they otherwise would be if you guys weren't doing what you're doing. So it's a fantastic to see American ag commissioners standing up to these big banks and saying, no, 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 we are in charge of, of ag the agricultural industry in our states. We're in charge of protecting it. We're not going to let big Wall Street fat cat bankers tell our uh, agricultural producers how they're going to do business. As soon as you hear the word collusion, you know, even if it's a pro sports league or something else, you know it's out of bounds. And if you're doing that right there, I, I just don't see any way that collusion holds up unless the federal government or uh, state governments look the other way. Well, and that's been what's happening. You know, obviously the federal government, uh, the Biden administration at the moment is very favorable to this. This has been something that people like Michael Bloomberg have been very influential in setting up, and they've convinced these these uh, Wall Street fat cats that it's going to be okay, that no one's going to come after them. And I'm, again, proud to say that these agricultural commissioners at the state level have said, no, 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 no. I don't care what Joe Biden tells you. I don't care what Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire, tells you. I don't care what Larry Fink tells you. In our state, we follow the law. And if you're not following the law, there's going to be consequences. And that's basically the message that they have sent to big, well, big banks like Bank of America, for example. Thank you guys for what you do and being on top of this. And by the way, every appearance you work in, Larry Fink. I never forgot that. <laughs> so nice work there. And we, one of the architects that's out there of butting into our lives. Where do we find consumers research? Where do we go, Will? Absolutely. You can visit us and learn more at consumersresearch.org. That's consumersresearch.org. And you can follow me on Twitter for more breaking news on ESG at Will Hill. That's at W-I-L-L-H-I-L-D. Thank you, Will, very much as always. All right, there's Will Hill. What a guy to have in the bullpen. Nice work by Dan, too, on the home front, digging out that last tweet. I didn't see that. Larry Fink, Michael Bloomberg, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> You mean to say Republicans cannot articulate this? I mean, Trump does it with the shower and the low flow and all. But this is stuff that's right there to make people aware, particularly in the swing states, Pennsylvania, farmers. These people want to interfere in your life. They think you're stupid. It's not just about the climate. It's the masters of the universe. It's Bill Gates and all the little Bill Gates out there. They get bored, they have power, they have all the money they could ever spend. So what do they want to do? They want to tell you what to do. That's the message. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's stand time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody sick. With Dom. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon that producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And Dom, uh, this might hurt you as an Italian gentleman. Uh, I'm going to take you up to Manville, New Jersey, where Heather Doherty last week on Wednesday morning woke up to find some mischief done to her house, Dom. All throughout, all down her porch, from the door to the edge of the porch, placed down the stairs to the driveway, and then on the hood of her car and the trunk of her car were enormous slices of pepperoni. 
She's wondering why. She wonders who goes around with two loaves of pepperoni in the middle of the night, cuts them into slices, and then throws them on the people's property. Manville Police is investigating. They've actually gone to an expert, Anthony Dianello, the owner of Manville Pizza, to see if he has any insight into how this pepperoni ended up on this woman's house. He says this doesn't look like the family of pepperoni that you would usually see on pizzas. Uh, it looks a little bit bigger. Like someone actually went to like a, a deli, got like a big thing of pepperoni, sliced it themselves, and then placed it on this girl's property strategically Dom Giordano what would encourage somebody to damage or to to vandalize someone else's house with a bunch of pepperoni any thoughts uh, definitely get the sons of Italy on that it's anti-italian I tell you it's some kind of message or it's a deranged person who probably puts pineapple also on their pizza that's where I'd start looking so I got a neighbor here who's really uh, curmudgeonly about the yeah. parking situation, and uh, I've thought about doing, you know, like petty things. I don't know if I'm gonna, you know, vandalize their house with giant slices of pepperoni. But have you ever had a, a neighbor, and have you ever thought of doing something petty to get back at the neighbor, or are you just a good neighbor all around, Dom? Well, they're pretty good neighbors, but there was a guy who's no longer in the neighborhood, Dan, who complained. Uh, because a friend of Luke put a little twig into his yard, which abutted ours. And when I you know, came out, he said, don't use your radio voice on me. There you go. <laughs> oh, that set it off, man. Mr. Wilson over there trying yeah, to get exactly. at you. Yeah, exactly. And, Dom, just a, a real quick sports story. The uh, top jerseys, for, the top jersey sales for the NBA are out. And uh, number one, Seth Curry. Number four, that rookie sensation, Victor Webinyama. Number uh, 12, Joel Embiid, MVP 12. contender. Yeah, number 12. And then three spots ahead of him is another 76er. Tyrese Maxey is outselling Joel Embiid in jerseys. Dom Giordano, why could that be? I could see that. I love that guy. If they ever trade that guy, I'm out of watching the Sixers. I mean, he just... Uh... Dan, he brings something to basketball we haven't seen. Just the sheer speed when he's with the ball. The personality is clear. The guy just all out. I could see You know that. how Pete Rose, when he would run to first yes. base, would give yes. all the effort yep. every single time? It's with Tyrese Maxey. If there's a ball going out of bounds, he's still running 100 miles per hour trying to die for that ball. I'm 100% with you. And I also wonder, is Joel kind of rubbing people the wrong way? Is he... Is he uh, trying to uh, prioritize himself a little bit. Is that going nationally? Like, uh, are, are people getting tired of Joel? I don't know. Or do they already have his jersey because he's been around for so Possibly. long? Possibly. I know, don't like the French guy at number four, though. Oh, my God. Who wants that jersey? No, Victor Webinyama? No. Yeah. 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 And LeBron James, Dom, still sitting number three. Uh, number three most sold uh, NBA jersey. That's all I got for Dan time today, Dom. All right. Thank you, Dan. Coming up, big two o'clock hour, Dom's Money Melody provided by Dan. But President Trump nominated for a big award, and I think he deserves it. I'll explain that. And Twitter comes after me because I think uh, Travis Kelsey kneeling is anti-cop. Boy, what's that about? All big uh, two o'clock hour coming up. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till three from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.